Welcome to Postpartum Unfiltered. The podcast where we get real about what happens during the postpartum period. I am Jillian. And I'm Sarah. And we are two doctor moms who are not prepared for what postpartum would bring. By sharing your stories, we hope to spread awareness and allow other families to be more prepared for the time after birth. Okay, hello and welcome back. We still have Liba with us and she is going to start off now with um, giving us some pertinent details from her second childbirth experience. And then we'll talk about that postpartum journey. Hey, so with my second, um, I, as my husband says, prepared for birth, like it was my job. Um, I was really committed to having a different birth experience that was not the physical and emotional trauma that I had with my first. Um, so I was going to the chiropractor. I was going to pelvic PT. I was going to the acupuncturist. I was spending all this time on my yoga ball. I was walking. Um, and I also really wanted to have a spontaneous labor. Obviously that's not really something you can control. Your body either does it or doesn't. Um, and I will say I spent that entire pregnancy kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop because I had had these complications with my first, I'm like, okay, when am I going to get the preeclampsia? And I never did. My blood pressure was fine. Amazing. Um, so I went into labor when I was 38 and six days, I think 38 weeks and six days. And I had this easy labor that I was easy early labor that I was able to just totally ignore for 24 hours. And it was just like hanging out. Um, and then as soon as we put my son to bed that Saturday night, I was like, and we need to go to the hospital. <laughs> so, um, we ended up getting admitted at 11 o'clock and the baby was born at 1235 AM. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. so it was very fast. Yeah. Um, and that was very intense, but, I had my totally redemptive birth experience. He was born in the tub in three wow. pushes. Oh, he was perfect in every way and totally healthy. I felt amazing about the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> I had, excuse me, amazing support from my providers. I'm in a friend who acted as our doula and I just felt like it had totally redeemed my previous birth experience. That's amazing. Which was exactly what I wanted. Yeah. And I totally credit all the physical prep that I did for why it was so easy. Yeah. Everything was all aligned and he just slid on out right. <laughs> and he was born exactly at 39 weeks. Oh, that's amazing. And so what was that second experience like in the hospital where everything <laughs> went smoothly? Well, um, we just wanted to go home. <laughs> so, you know, we were admitted at 11 PM on Saturday night and we were home by five on Monday. Nice. Um, basically from the second I went to the postpartum room, I was like, so when can you discharge me? Because I'm fine. Yeah, I wasn't totally fine. Um, I again had some complicated second degree tearing, including, did you know you can tear your clitoris in half? Oh, that's yeah. happened to me. Something I want to think about. <laughs> no, <laughs> that sounds um, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so thankfully it wasn't so painful actually. Um, <sighs> But it did mean that I needed like some significant repair. Uh, uh, but thankfully, the doctor who was present at my birth is a sexual medicine fellow oh. and totally nerded out doing my repair because exactly <laughs> what he wants to do is make sure that somebody's clitoris still works after it's ripped in half. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh. You said this was postpartum on Yeah, it is totally. And I love it. And I'm just, la- I'm just, I'm laughing about the thought of this provider who's like, this is so cool. And you're like, yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, totally cool. Isn't I it? was, I, honestly, I was laughing kind of with her. Like I yeah. was in a really good mood because I just yeah. had a baby. And, right. You got to ride that oxytocin, oxytocin. as far yeah. as it will take you. It'll take yes. you all the way through clitoris repair. So Yes, exactly. <laughs> um. So, I'm uh, sorry, this is also funny because this is your good birth experience. <laughs> yes, this is my good birth experience. <laughs> it was really not a big deal. Yeah. Like, I know that sounds insane. <laughs> it really wasn't. It's funny because it's going to make sense to all the women who have had babies. <laughs> and it's yeah. going to sound horrifying to the people who have <laughs> who have not yet had a baby, but it was really fine. Uh, and I just feel like I had exactly the people at my birth who needed to be there. Like, that was just the attending on call. I had never met her before. Yeah. But she was there and she the did the repair. Aligned. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so in postpartum, uh, um, I had these amazing nurses who were just, you know, really supportive. And I also just felt much more like mentally and emotionally present um, because I also w- did not come into birth totally exhausted from a long labor. You know, like I was well rested Um, and this baby was able to latch right away. He definitely did have um, feeding challenges and he does have or did have a tongue tie that we got released, but it was not the same kind of experience. And also I had all these tools and was kind of went into the birth experience prepared for anything in terms of his feeding, Mm -hmm. brought literal physical tools to the hospital with me, like syringes in case I needed to supplement. Um, and it just like felt much more manageable rather than this sort of devastating. My baby can't do what he's supposed to that I experienced with my first. Um, and I just spent the whole time in the postpartum room. Like, I just want to go home and sleep in my own bed. Like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. get me out of here. But like, I was able to have two visitors, Um, about 18 hours after he was born, my friend came and took a bunch of pictures of us and, and, you know, earlier that day, someone had brought me lunch while my husband was, um, at home, like visiting with our toddler, um, and just, you know, being able to have visitors if I wanted them was so nice and so impossible with my, (laughs) so different. that was the game changer. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think, um, like doing your own sort of like mental prep, just having the experience before gave you a lot, like set your expectations a lot better, like for everything or, or feeding particularly. I think for everything, because I knew how physically difficult it could be. Um, and like how much pain I'm, I could potentially be in. Um, And I obviously like physically prepared to try not to have that pain postpartum. Um, That was part of what I was doing with the PT was, you know, making sure that I didn't have a bunch of tension. Um, So I think that then allowed me, I was like mentally prepared, like anything could happen. And so when it was just sort of easy and, and not difficult, that felt really nice. Yeah. I was like, Oh, it could be like this. (laughs) I had sort of prepared for the worst. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense. Cause that's what, that's what I experienced with. Yeah. 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 
Um, and then how about the postpartum anxiety? Did you have the same experience? I have not had any anxiety. <laughs> oh, I've had, you know, I think what's minor new mom anxiety around like my toddler's interactions with him and like mm. his physical safety. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Off your brother. Don't sit on him, please. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but I think that everyone goes through that. Yeah. If you have a toddler and a baby Yeah, um, and it's not like consuming, it's just like, okay, I need to keep this baby safe from his yeah. brother. He doesn't know his own strength. Right. Right. And you're still pretty early postpartum this time. Yeah. So we're how... technically still in the fourth trimester. Yeah. So how's the, the sleep and the exhaustion and the physical recovery from birth going? Everything is better. Um, people, <laughs> I was out at like three weeks postpartum. I went to something at my son's school and it wasn't like, Oh God, this is something I have to do. And I feel terrible. It was like, I'm fine. I'm up for going. Oh. I wouldn't have gone by myself. My husband came, but, yeah. um, you know, physically, I felt great, you know, after about two weeks, I was able to wear him without feeling any kind of pressure to my pelvic floor. Um, you know, I really didn't have much pain at all. Um, the clitoral tear healed beautifully. Uh, yes. That fellow, she was there for you. <laughs> she was there. She was there. Um, so I had, I feel like once I had the follow-up at two weeks for her to check that and she goes, you would never know that someone had been here unless you knew what you were looking for. <laughs> and so after that, I was like, I'm great. Everything yeah. is great. Yeah, uh, it's all I, I dubbed her the clit wizard to my Yeah, friend. sure. That makes sense. Because That's that is what totally she is. needs to be on her business card if it's not already. Well, so at her at my six week <laughs> follow up, I have a cricket that I've been like very into making, you know, cut vinyl stuff with. So oh. I made her a big tumbler that had like an anatomically correct clitoris and it said clit wizard and <laughs> and she loved it. I was I like, she I, she's going to think this is totally weird or she's going to love it. And she loved it. So, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so I'm a genius. She's a genius. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's good. That's amazing. Yeah. So I just, you know, the physical recovery was easy feeding, has had its challenges, but I feel equipped to manage them. Um, and I was very committed to not being my own lactation provider. So Look literally when I was still in the hospital, I called the lactation practice that I refer clients to when they're like too challenging mm -hmm. um, for me. And I was like, hi, I need you. Yeah. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Excuse me. So yeah. I saw them right away. <clears throat> Um, and again, like what we were speaking about before, about the importance of connecting with providers beforehand, I knew as soon as I gave birth who I needed to see and who mm -hmm. I would call if I had X, Y, or Z issue. Yeah. That made a huge difference because I think then I could feel like the challenges that came up, like with his feeding were manageable. And, you know, I emailed my pelvic floor PT right away and was like, hi, here's what happened with my birth. When can I see you? P.S. Did you know about the clitters thing? <laughs> and she goes, you know, in my experience, they heal very well. Uh -huh. like, okay, great. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> and so uh, are you getting back into more of the movement practice and stuff that you want to do? Are you able to be physically yeah. active? I know it's been freezing cold right now. It's, it's been February so now, but uh... I've been able to go on a lot of walks, which has been awesome. Yeah. Um, and I am officially returning to pelvic PT today. Oh, Actually. look at you. I'm very got excited. It all, all lined up. Got yeah. it all lined up. Good. Um, so that has been really good. Like I've 
felt physically able to move my body in ways that feel good. Um, and obviously that makes a huge difference for mental health as well. Yeah. And do you feel like, because you had the pelvic floor challenges before and you had the therapy for um, your first postpartum that you're like a little bit more in tune with your body. So you are able to recognize like what feels okay. What feels maybe like this movement's not safe for me at this time. And very much. Yeah. And is that helpful for the mental health aspect or is that still kind of challenging to know like, okay, this isn't, you know, this isn't going exactly how I want it or or is that how you feel or do you feel? I like- haven't, I haven't experienced anything, any like sense, like this isn't going how I want it. Okay. Um, cool. I am a person who for a long time has done like very, been very focused on intuitive eating and intuitive movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel pretty connected to like what feels good or, or right or needed in my body at a particular moment. Amazing. Um, and so I think that has been super helpful for the postpartum period. Um, I have actually found it challenging to make myself rest because I feel physically good. Okay, and, yeah. but then I know that my body, you know, like, yeah, like I just grew a human for nine months and then gave birth. Yeah. And you need rest, even if I feel well and not in pain. Um, so I, that has been my challenge. This period actually is just mm-hmm. a, the balance of resting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That balance is hard. And I think that's another thing we don't really talk about because it's having a baby. It brings up a whole like new set of the way you got to live your life and then adding another baby. I don't, I don't feel like people talk about that second baby enough because yeah. you think like, Oh, it's another baby. I've done this before. So I'm like more prepared in a lot of these areas. You're a lot more, at least mentally prepared for the birth and like immediately after. And I've just, there's, I have two little ones and there's a bunch of, you know, handful of people at our daycare that have two little ones. And they're like, they, I thought this second one would be twice as much work. And it is way more than that. Like yeah. to have two together. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like my first child is the work. Like my baby's just kind of along for the ride. He's yeah. A we took him to a to a concert at a brewery the other night and he, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. He's he chill. Chilled. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, my toddler needs extra attention because he's been displaced. Mm-hmm. And, you know, besides that, he's just, he's a three-nager and three-nagers need <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and nobody talks about that, like the adjustment with your older child when you have a second child. Mm-hmm. Yes, hard. Um, and I definitely feel like that has been more work than having a baby. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I think it's, I think that's. That's such a good point because when they're brand new, they basically eat and sleep, you know, yeah. like they can be fussy. It's exhausting. It is totally exhausting, but they're pretty adaptable because they can't really move their body and they just want to be close to you anyway. So if you can hold yeah. them or uh, baby wear them or just have them close in a stroller, they're pretty chill as long as they're not hungry, you know? And it's once they start to get a little older and your other child's a little older and one of my sister-in-law said, uh, you know, these kids of mine wouldn't get in as much trouble if they didn't interact with each other. It's, it's these unpredictable interactions between these boys that are causing all sorts of emotional chaos in the house. Oh yeah. I, I have seen that with my two nephews who are constant, like they're best friends, but then they're constantly at each other yeah. and you just never know what they're going to do. And it's wild to watch in that. I I'm sure you'll have 
so many cute stories as it goes along. And you'll have those funny ones that are not cute in the moment, but are very funny <laughs> afterwards. Like our, ours are 20 months apart. So they're three and one now. And Ooh. our one-year-old was <laughs> playing with a three-year-old but he was like inadvertently mashing his head down into oh this cushion. So a three-year-old was like screaming. The one-year-old's laughing because he thinks it's a game, right? And you're just like, what are you doing? Attack. Yeah. You know, and it's still like everyone's postpartum journey is different, right? So like you're feeling great now, which is amazing. And it's still exhausting. So it all yes. depends on how long you have any sort of, challenges ongoing as these kids grow and age and all of this stuff happens so right like if I, I love hearing all these physically stories. as well I totally would not have the bandwidth right now I think it would be a mess yeah I think if I were having a hard physical recovery um yeah or if feeding were were more complex than it has been yeah for sure I, I think my big challenge right now is actually figuring out how I can get back to working. <laughs> yeah. I don't have childcare for my baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, how can I figure this out? Cause I would really like to work. Yeah. Yeah. You just wear them, right? This yeah. People are understanding. Sometimes. I don't know. I'm like climbing on people's couches and peering at their boobs while they're nursing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, um, I also had my first son during 2020. So um, I had to do a virtual lactation consultant. Oh yeah. You're like and, hitting your camera, like trying to show them your nipple. Yeah. It was horrific. <laughs> my 10 out of 10 did not enjoy that experience. Cause I bet. I'm one of those people that's like distracted by seeing myself on the camera. Uh-huh. And then you're just like topless on the camera with a stranger. Like, like what is going on there? Yeah. And then you're like, um, can you see? My husband had to come like hold the camera. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And he's like, so he's like, I'm sitting on the couch. He's like crouched down with the iPad, like twisting it all these ways. And oh my gosh. yeah, it's okay. Those memories will be seared into my brain forever. Yeah. Yep. Living rent-free in my nightmares. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people have that um, about their experiences with early breastfeeding. Yeah. Yeah. Rent and breast milk was everywhere. So good thing. It's good for everything. Cause yeah. it was on everything. Cause it was moisturizing your couch. Yeah, exactly. And my legs and my husband. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else that's going on this time postpartum that's better, different stands out to you? Um, this baby is really cute. I know. I'm watching it's him sleep on you and I just love it. Like, I know those cheeks. Um, he was doing the little like half smile thing as he was falling asleep oh yeah yeah I yeah love that. I that a lot um yeah I I just like can't stop looking at him so it makes it hard to get anything done makes sense makes sense <laughs> um I told my husband that <clears throat> when I say something about not being productive he needs to tell me that I'm being very productive because I'm taking care of our newborn and I just grew a human for nine months yeah like I- that's <clears throat> an important reminder for anyone um, I'm in like a due date Facebook group. Those places are interesting. I'll mm-hmm. just say that. Um, but a lot of people have been talking about, like, I feel like I need to be more productive. And it's like, you are being productive by caring for your baby. Like, don't worry about putting your baby down so you can sweep the floor, like leave the crumbs. Cause, yeah. cause taking care of a baby is productive. 
And it's exhausting. It's a lot. It's, I, I think that kind of ties into this idea that it's natural, right? So it's like, yeah. it's, it seems, or I guess you can easily convince yourself that it's like the baseline, what you need to do. And so then you're doing the bare minimum, right? Like you're keeping them alive. That's the bare minimum. And so you're actually doing, I think, yeah, yeah. But that's not really what's happening. You just went through this marathon of growing a human, then a sprint at the end of that marathon to give birth. And you're in another marathon trying to feed them, heal yourself and do it all on not sleeping enough. Yeah. That's totally wild. doable. Totally manageable. You yeah. have lots of energy and time for all of the household tasks. Yes. Yes. Also <laughs> so good. <laughs> all right. Well, I thank you so much for taking the time and I'm My pleasure. so happy that really you got fun. to, you got to bring your little man with you. Cause me too. He's, uh, look at him. Oh, he's too cute. I wish everyone could there, see him. There you go. Oh, hi baby. Sure. Oh no, Jillian. <laughs> He's like, no, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Liba. Well, I thank you again. And I look forward to sharing your story with everybody. And I am sure that it's going to resonate with a lot of people. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Postpartum Unfiltered. If you enjoyed the show, please like, share, comment, or leave a review. You can follow us on Instagram at postpartum.unfiltered. If you feel called to share your postpartum experience, please contact us on Instagram or at drjilliancampbell.com.